Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi folks, this is Dr. Dan George, Professor of Medicine and Surgery and Director of Geo-Oncology at the Duke Cancer Institute. And it's, it's my pleasure to introduce my friend and colleague, Dr. Fred Saad. Fred, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Dan. So Fred Saad, uh, Head of Urology and Director of Geo-Oncology at the University of Montreal Hospital Center. So happy to be here with you. Thanks, Fred. Happy to have you too. And we're here with MedEd on the go to talk about um, what was maybe seen and unseen at uh, ASCO 2023 this year, uh, really a full meeting back in full uh, full force, 42,000 people present for the meeting, and uh, a lot of uh, really interesting posters and discussions. Uh, Fred, there's a, uh, some updates on uh, darolutamide, particularly as it pertains to Aracens and, and some of the ongoing trials. Do you want to update us on what you saw? Sure. Well, there, you know, Aracens, as everybody knows, is a randomized trial looking at whether the doublet at the time the optimal was docetaxel plus uh, ADT. And in Aracens, we wanted to test whether docetaxel ADT plus a novel hormonal therapy, and in this case, it was darolutamide that was tested. And that triplet therapy actually led to much longer time to castration-resistant disease and much better overall survival than what was considered optimal care at the time we started the study of docetaxel and ADT. And since then, we've been looking at many other subsequent evaluations, such as whether or not low-volume and high-volume, low-risk and high-risk benefit from this triplet over the doublet of ADT and docetaxel. And every time we do a sub-analysis, we're finding really a, always a benefit to being more aggressive, meaning a triplet therapy, and I think most of us would consider ADT and a novel hormonal uh, to be standard of care today. But what's the added value of the docetaxel? And we're seeing consistently that that triplet approach is coming out beneficial in pretty much across the board. Um, and in this analysis, that's uh, looking at you know time to pain progression and symptomatic progression seems to benefit across the board. It's not limited to only a single group of patients like we might have thought. And and so the idea of excluding docetaxel in all patients except the very worst is probably not the best approach. Interesting, you know, and it, and it is um, an interesting endpoint time to pain progression because one, not every patient develops pain, right? But those that do have a much worse prognosis. So it's really looking at the subset of of, of aggressive disease, defining it by their, their future outcomes rather than their past baseline characteristics. And in, in this group of patients, you know, destined to develop, um, you know, pain, it, it's, it's much longer in those that are getting this upfront chemotherapy and, uh, and, and an AR inhibitor, particularly darolutamide. So, um, so what it, and you said that was true across the subgroups. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and sometimes we get uh, mistaken, we can underestimate the aggressive aggressivity of the disease by PSA or even by volume of disease. And, and that's where we get, you know, we both have probably got burnt by patients with low PSA and we're being reassured, but actually the disease is progressing by non-PSA producing more aggressive clones that might actually be helped by the addition of, uh, of, a, of another therapeutic approach or another mechanism of action like chemotherapy. 
So I think yeah. uh, in doubt, at least patients have to be part of that decision making of whether or not that six extra cycles of docetaxel should be taken up front. Fantastic, fantastic. And um, and then there was a, a trial in progress, the Arisex study, that was really looking at um, you know at at a really single arm study looking at ADT and darolutamide in this metastatic hormone sensitive disease. Tell us about that study and some of the other treatment studies that are going on in this space internationally. Yeah, and and, and that train has basically left, right? You know, I think ADT plus some form of novel hormonal therapy is here to stay. And I think that's what's most appreciated but by us who treat the patients and by the patients themselves. Now, the question that keeps coming up is darolutamide right now is approved in combination with docetaxel, but it's very attractive to think of darolutamide as an option in combination with ADT. So we need to do those trials. They're hard trials to do. And in the States, it's almost impossible to do because you have access to all of these novel hormonals. And who wants to be randomized against a placebo today in the States where you have access. Um, and so Arisec is a single arm study, so all patients get it, and is compared to a cohort that's very similar to see the outcome. But we're actually doing the randomized trial, and that's already completed recruitment around the world where we don't have easy access. And so that's the Aeronote study. So this is going to be a supportive study in the States to Aeronote that's completed recruitment, randomized, very much like Titan, Titan or Arches. ADT plus darolutamide versus ADT plus placebo with an RPFS endpoint. And hopefully we'll be able to report those results pretty soon. But I think Arisec is very important for the American population where that randomization could not happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's a kind of a creative way to kind of backfill the data that we're missing with this agent that, we, that, that we've seen with other agents in this class of, of AR inhibitors. And, and and fully expect this to you know to to be positive and to show that that kind of treatment effect, but um, you know you know as you said, hard to do here in the states. So we'll you know uh, you know excitedly await that result uh, and hopefully be able to to fill out our NCCN guidelines and recommendations based on on those two studies as well. Well, great stuff at ASCO as always. Thanks so much, Fred, for uh, for joining me on this one. Great, thanks. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.